When you call yourself an Indian or a Muslim or a Christian or a European or anything else, you are being violent. Do you see why it is violent? Because you are separating yourself from the rest of mankind. And that is the view of an Indian philosopher from the 20th century called J. Krishna Mutri. And is he right? That's what I want to talk about in this episode. Hi, I'm Jerry Sadler. Welcome to the Punk Living Journal, the show that aims to raise awareness about living in a more peaceable, unified, nurturing and cooperative way to avoid mankind's extinction. So, was J. Krishnamurti or Murti right in his view that if you have a belief that it's going to lead to violence? And certainly on the surface, you would say that, wouldn't you? Because if, for example, you held a certain political belief and were very strong in uh, promoting that belief, you're going to attract opposition, which could then lead to violence. You could get into heated debates, which could become very aggressive. And I've certainly seen that happen both not only in real life, but on TV and in the media and things like that. And we've only just got recent events such as this, the sanctioned war, trade war, whatever you want to call it, uh, with China and the US and also with Iran and the US and other places around the world. And also, you, you know, you can have a religious belief even within the same context, such as Christianity, where one let's say, uh, what do you call it, not faith, one, one splinter group, one part of Christianity has a very strong way of putting things across, another one disagrees with them, and the next thing you know you've got a civil war. Or there can just be a lot of violence, a lot of aggression linked to that. So I would say it certainly seems that way. Um, I can use my own personal experience because for around about 14 years I was a Jehovah's Witness and you would think oh they're very peaceable you know I mean they don't carry out acts of violence <coughs> excuse me they have the things that they believe about and certainly they do you know with Jehovah's Witnesses they believe they have in air quotes the truth with a capital T and they certainly believe that anyone else doesn't have the truth in that sense. So they promote it as a much better way of living and it suits them to live the way they do. And they're very law-abiding, you know, they pay the taxes and everything like that. They don't go on protests, they don't take part in politics, they don't start wars, they don't even join armies or anything like that. They're very peaceable indeed. So how then, with their belief, could they breed violence? Well, they've also been persecuted throughout their history. Persecuted by the Nazis, persecuted by the Soviets, persecuted by the Chinese and other governments around the world. And even persecuted by members of the public. Because, you know, their views run up against other Christian beliefs from other Christian groups, as well as 
of a religion such as Islam or Hinduism or Buddhism and they've faced persecution from these kinds of people as well. So in that sense it does breed violence. Having a belief in something tends to bring about some kind of violence because you're going to attract the opposition to it. So then the question has to be asked, does that mean that peace in itself, world peace, would then be impossible because we'd be too busy defending our beliefs? And that's also something to think about. It's, it's, it could also be a reality. You know, in some ways, that is also true because we'll be too busy putting our points across in such a passionate way in opposition to others, it could lead to violence. And those beliefs, by the way, don't have to be about religion or politics. That could have, that could be you following a particular sports team against you know, over another one. You presume or say that your particular sports team is way better than anybody else in the same league. And that, as we can see from many instances around the world, especially in soccer, footballs we call it here in the UK, that that is the case and you get violence and those who enjoy that violence as well so it's a bit of a conundrum isn't it but what world peace but it looks like we'll never get it because we're too busy having our heads stuck in the sand with particular beliefs we won't allow peace to happen and we do separate ourselves from societies I've also already mentioned with Jehovah's Witnesses they separate themselves what they term as the world. They don't chase after material things. They don't associate or socialise with other members of the public who are non-Jehovah's Witnesses. And even when someone gets expelled from their community, they no longer socialise with them, not even greeting them in the street, which I've also always found a bit strange, and that was one of the reasons why I left. I found that very non-Christian. But at the other end of the scale, I've got a Christian friend, for example, who's a born-again Christian, and she is so anti-Muslim, you wouldn't believe it. And that, to me, is also not very Christian-like. That's not what the Christ of the Bible taught about. So you're going to get things like that all the time, aren't you? You're going to get those ones who just will not agree with anything you say because they have their firmly entrenched beliefs or beliefs themselves and they refuse to accept anything else as a possible truth or a possible way. So what is the answer then? Is it possible to have you know strong beliefs about something and still be peaceable? And I believe there is. It's called acceptance. Accept that others have the right to have an opinion, except that others have a right to have a faith or a belief of their own, which is contrary to yours. Accept them for what they are, your brother, your sister, human being. And I believe that's a way forward. That's how we can actually generate true peace through our, or in our society, not just the society you live in, in your neighbourhood or in your country, but around the whole world. So Jay Krishna Mutri was right. 
in one way, but he is also a little bit controversial in the fact that that's what he believes, yet there are going to be many others who will be against what he says, or said, I should say. You know, that was his belief, and he didn't belong to any particular religion or organisation or political party or anything like that. However, people were going to be against what he says, and therefore that in itself, contradictorily, would also incite violence or could possibly breed violence. So yeah, he was right. However, being tolerant, being accepted, or accepted, accepting sorry, of other people's views, opinions, and that they have the right to express those views and opinions, I think is of the utmost importance and a true way forward. And that's the end of this episode, really. So I'm going to say on that matter, I'd love to hear your views on it. You can reach out to me at jerry at punkliving.com. That's jerry, J-E-R-R-Y, at P-U-N-C-L-I-V-I-N-G dot com. Send me an email. I will surely get back to you because I'll be interested in hearing what you say. Very soon I'm going to be having a website up and running as well where you can catch up on all the previous episodes and also the show notes and any special offers that I might have uh, on there. In the meantime, I would be very happy if you subscribed to this podcast and shared it with your friends. So until next time, once again, I'm Jerry Sadler and you've been listening to the Punk Living Journal and I'm looking forward to speaking to you again.